I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi there! I'm Cindy Linden and this is the Cook Along Podcast. And today we are going to make, yet again, cookies. I'm supposed to be dealing with something for dinner and I meant to do a podcast about whatever I was making for dinner, but there are cookies to be made and this, you know, I've mentioned before that I really like cookies. Well, this is what happens. Cookies seem to take priority. If we have cookies for dinner, who's, who's that going to kill? Really? Today's cookies are called fudge crackles. These are, I think, kind of an old recipe. My mother had this, and I have a copy of it typed up on a dot matrix printer. I think it was probably done on a uh, Commodore 64, in fact and then print it out with a, a, a connected dot matrix printer. I've also seen it in the newspaper, but not for decades. So I'm thinking it's kind of an older recipe. It makes chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. I say that three times because there are three kinds of chocolate in it. Cookies that have a kind of a shiny cracked top. And they're chewy and they're fudgy and they're really, you know, if you're in the craving mode for chocolate cookies, these will hit the spot. I'm going to tell you first about the do-aheads because there's no point in even reading you the ingredient list uh, until you've taken care of these things because you can't start until these things are done. So the first, you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees and then you're going to get three eggs out of your refrigerator and set them somewhere to warm to room temperature. You can usually do that, I would say, in about an hour. For most baking projects, unfortunately, having the eggs at room temperature is better. A lot of recipes won't tell you that because it's not crucial. So when a recipe really does say do it at room temperature, you, you know it means it. So I'm telling you, this recipe needs them at room temperature. Now here's the ingredient list. Seven ounces of semi-sweet chocolate. We're going to chop that up. So that can be in a bar or it can be chips. We're gonna chop it up and melt it is what we're gonna do. You also need two ounces of unsweetened chocolate. We're gonna chop that up as well. That's baking chocolate. It comes in squares, it's completely unsweetened. Don't taste test it. We need butter or margarine, but you don't want anything that has a high water content because it'll really make a mess of your recipe. A cup of granulated sugar, your three eggs at room temperature, a teaspoon of vanilla, 
three quarters of a cup of all-purpose flour. See, there's not much flour in here because it's really the eggs doing the heavy lifting here. A half a teaspoon of baking powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, and here's your third chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate chips. And it's six ounces this time, and these go in whole, so that's why I call it three different kinds of chocolate. And then optionally, a half cup of walnut chunks. If you really dislike nuts, leave those out. And I know this may sound crazy to you, but having the nuts in there to kind of break up the chocolate flavor a little bit is actually helpful because this is a pretty intense recipe and the nuts are a nice addition to this thing. If you have a food processor, we're gonna use that. If you don't, but you have a stand mixer, have no fear, that's just as good and will do the job just as well or maybe even better. And so we begin. In a microwave safe bowl, or you could do this in a double boiler or in a saucepan, we wanna put the seven ounces of chopped semi-sweet chocolate you know, I'm not gonna bother to chop these chips. Chips are chopped already, aren't they? They're little bits of chocolate. I'm not gonna worry about it. I do have to measure out seven ounces. And I'm gonna tell you a secret. I've got a 12 ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips, which is normal. And what we need is 13 ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips. So I'm going to uh, use up this bag, split it into seven and five, and then I'm gonna supplement it. I have some chocolate, dark chocolate chunks in an opened bag in my freezer. I will make up that last ounce. Okay, so I'm using a food scale. If you don't have one, you can just know it's just half of this bag plus a teeny bit. But I'm using a food scale because I have one. I was given one for Christmas and it's the coolest thing ever and I really think it's fun. So, seven ounces of chocolate chips. All right, I got way too many. Wow, okay, really? I'm gonna start again. All right, there's my bowl. Oh, grams, oh. See, when you use these fancy things, you have to be sure you know what you're doing. I thought I had gotten somehow to seven ounces and what I'd gotten to was seven grams, which is like three ounces. All right, there is seven right there. It's still a fun toy, don't get me wrong. I should say tool. This is a fun tool. No, it is a fun toy. Okay, there's my chocolate chips. I'm not gonna get them any further. And they are already in, because I just poured them into a microwave safe bowl. Now, along with the chocolate chips in the bowl, you want to put your two ounces of unsweetened chocolate. That's two squares if you're using Baker's unsweetened chocolate. And you're just going to kind of, they come with a little like half mark, so you can break them into two pieces. And then just take your chef's knife and start chopping down on them until they are sort of shredded into little pieces. They're not, they're not going to really chop exactly, but you'll get pieces that are small. Throw those in with the semi-sweet chocolate chips and to that bowl, we're gonna add three ounces of butter or margarine without water in it. So I don't have a measuring thing, but I know about what an ounce looks like. It's So three ounces is not quite half a stick. That goes in the bowl as well. Wanna melt them together gently, a little at a time, stirring every few 30 seconds or so until they're smooth and then we have to cool them slightly. 
I'm going to do them on medium high for a minute to start. And that was actually pretty effective. So the butter is all melted. I'm going to stir it with a rubber spatula. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That was perfect. I put it with a lid. I put it in a microwave safe bowl and I put a glass lid over the top and I put it in at eight and it melted. Now I'm stirring it up. Boy, I thought it would take more times than that, but it really didn't. So I'm just stirring it until it's smooth because the butter doesn't really want to mix in very much. Oh no, don't do this to me. Uh, maybe I'm okay. Oh, I'm worried. Maybe I'm all right. One of the things you should know about melting chocolate is when you do it, whether you do it on the stove or you do it in the microwave, there cannot be a single drop of water that is in with your chocolate chips because it makes the chocolate chips seize up. And you won't know what that means until you actually see it. It means it gets dry and hard and totally useless. It's a very bizarre chemical thing that happens and it's not pretty. And you can ruin a whole bowl of chocolate that way. And I thought this was doing that, but I think maybe I'm okay. I think I'm gonna be all right. I think I'm gonna be all right. If your chocolate does seize up because you got a drop of water in it, there's nothing to do but start over. Just FYI. Now that needs to cool for a minute. Anyway, while it does that, we're gonna proceed with the recipe. So if your eggs are warm now, or warm-ish, mine are warm-ish, put a metal blade in your food processor. And here I'm gonna revert to the safe thing to do which is to not crack your eggs right into that food processor. Crack them into a bowl. Crack them into a bowl so that if you get any shell in it, they aren't down in where the food processor blade is. I didn't get any shell in it, so I'm good to pour these in. Pour those three eggs from the bowl into the food processor or your stand mixer or your hand mixer bowl or whatever you're using. And then add to that a cup of granulated sugar. Just plain old ordinary, everyday white sugar. I just scooped this out and I think I bent the handle of my cup measure. I hate that. Dang. Oh well, okay. It still measures. So pour the sugar in with eggs and we're gonna mix it until the two things together are smooth and thick and creamy. Here we go. I'm not using a particularly high setting here. I'm about halfway up my dial on the food processor. Let's see. Yeah, that looks pretty good to me. a uh, rubber scraper to uh, scrape the sugar that splashed up on the sides down into the eggs and spin it one more time. That's good enough. Okay, now into there we're gonna put the vanilla. That's a teaspoon of vanilla. 
And I happen to have some double strength vanilla from Penzi's Spices that I love. It is the most fun thing I cook with because, well, because it gives you twice as much flavor for the same amount of vanilla. And whereas you might not always want that, I kind of like it, especially in cookies. So in goes one teaspoon of whatever vanilla you have. And you know what? I just read an article about vanilla because, as you may have figured out, vanilla is really expensive right now because there was a hurricane or a typhoon or something in Madagascar where 80% of the world's vanilla beans come from, and it wiped out 30% of the crop. That's what's making vanilla really expensive right now. And so I read a cooking magazine and I can go look this up because I it's some, you know, really well-known, well-respected cooking magazine. They're comparing vanilla to each other, various kinds of vanilla, and also imitation vanilla. And they did it in a blind taste test with a lot of, like, expert chef, cook, flavor analysts. And you know what came out on top for flavor is imitation vanilla. I was blown away by that because I pride myself on using the real thing. But according to these people who taste tested it, they really like the imitation vanilla better. So if those of us can get over our, our ego and our self-righteousness, maybe we could stop paying so much for vanilla and start using the imitation stuff. Of course, it wasn't just any imitation vanilla. And I should look up which kind it was that was at the top. And I will actually, I'll do that. And I will make a note about it in the additional notes section of this recipe on the web page. Back to the recipe. Once your vanilla is in, we're putting the melted chocolate also into the food processor. Boy, it's a lot thicker than I thought. See, that's why I was afraid it was gonna seize up because I thought the butter would be thinning this out a little more. I haven't made this recipe in, boy, I hate to admit this because it'll give you a clue about how old I am, but I am guessing I haven't made this recipe in 30 years. For whatever reason, my mother also, it's like she made it maybe once or twice and then she didn't ever go back to it. There's no reason for that. I know you're going, oh, well then probably there's a reason and it's not going to be as good as we want it to be, so maybe I shouldn't mess with it. But it is. It's really good. And I don't know why neither of us went back to it. Maybe because when we get in the mode for this much chocolate, we opt for brownies instead? I don't know. Anyway, I'm making this today partly so I can take some to my mother because she's asked me for these cookies, oddly enough. So now we're going to mix those together in the whatever you're using, mixer, food processor, whatever. I'm going to mix it up. The thing about the food processor over the mixer is it's really fast. Not quite as fast as I thought. All right, that looks very chocolatey. Now we have some dry ingredients and I'm gonna put them together into a bowl and then dump the bowl in. So that is three quarters of a cup of flour, half a teaspoon of baking powder, and a quarter of a teaspoon of salt. And I'm gonna leave you for a minute to put those together. By the way, before I do that, I just posted a blog about how to measure flour without getting too much or too little of it. It's called How to Measure Flour. Measuring flour 
the right way. That's what it's called. On the website, thecookalongpodcast.com. That will help you here if you want to go peek at it. The real uh, bottom line is you don't just scoop it. You spoon the flour into a cup. And before you do that, you stir it up. Because flour compacts down in the bottom of your container, whether it's a bag or a, oh, what do you call these things? You know, I have one right here, canister or whatever. It condenses down in the bottom. And if you don't stir it, then when you scoop, you're getting a lot more flour than you mean to because it's really dense. There, now you probably don't have to go look for the blog. I shouldn't have told you all that. (laughs) Anyway, three quarters of a cup. I'm leaving you now. I'm going to go leave you and put all these dry ingredients together. I'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so I just stirred those up. We want to mix them up a little bit before we add them. And then what we're going to do is add that to your container you're mixing stuff in. And mix it. I'm going to turn my speed down a little bit so it doesn't just go all flying all over the place inside there. Just mix it until it's all incorporated. It's very fast. Once again, I'm going to use my rubber scraper to get the flour off the walls of the food processor. And then just pulse it a couple more times. And we're good to go. Now, 
All that remains is to add some of the chunky things. If you're adding walnuts, this is the moment to get your walnuts out. Now you don't want them really ground to smithereens. You want chunks and you want about a half a cup of them. I have whole ones. Well, I guess they're not really whole ones, but you know, they're the kind you buy in the store that's called whole. <laughs> they're not whole because they're like half. Oh, never mind. All right. And then I'm just going to cut them up a little bit. Sort of like, you know, largish chunks, but not tiny little bits. And then we're going to dump those in the food processor. I don't want anything huge. That's my main criteria here in choosing size. If it's huge, I cut it again. If it's not huge, it's a chunk and I'm going to leave it. You can do whatever you like. You can even, as I said, leave these out if you want. I suppose you could use pecans as well, but the walnuts are just a nice flavor in here. So, And you can tell that I mean that because I remember that from however long ago I made these, which, as I just told you, has been a long time. Decades. Stupid. It's stupid. You know, we get caught in these ruts of what we make and what we don't make, and then we forget... Move on to new things we make and forget the old things. So now all you're doing is adding these walnuts to your mix along with the rest of the chocolate chips, which maybe you've already measured out. That would have been good. That's what I did. All goes in there. Then we just pulse it a couple of times to mix that in. I don't really want to chop them. Although if it chops them, it's not the end of the world. And we're done. Now here's what happens. We're going to drop these by teaspoons full on two greased baking sheets. Oops, I should have told you that was another do-ahead. So get your baking sheet out. It's fine. Your batter is just fine. Or your cookie dough, cookie batter, whatever you want to call it. It's just fine sitting there where it is. Get out your cookie sheets. And, you know, it's going to take several batches so you probably want to get out more than one and spray it with some cooking spray. Drop them by teaspoons full, about an inch and a half apart, because they are going to spread. And the spreading is what makes them crack, and they don't bake very long. Your oven is hopefully preheating or preheated. Mine's not quite ready yet. They only cook for about eight minutes or until the tops are cracked and shiny. And then you need to cool them for a bit, like three to five minutes, and then put them on racks to cool completely. Here's one tip about doing multiple batches of cookies. If you're like me, you're gonna be tempted to reuse your cookie sheets while they're still warm. I'm gonna caution, really firmly caution against doing that because what happens is that the cookie sheets being still warm, the cookies start to spread before you get them in, even in the oven, which means you could get these really thin, flat cookies that spread out way further than they're supposed to. So if you can make yourself do it, or if you have enough cookie sheets that you can just keep cycling through ones that are cool, that is the smartest way to do this. And don't forget to respray them each time. So I think you can probably do the rest on your own. Drop them onto the grease cookie sheets an inch and a half apart. Look for them to get shiny and crackle to take them out. Let them sit for five minutes and move them to a cooling rack. This should make about 40 cookies. I would be interested in your impressions of these. I think they are really fun. 
something about the texture of of the chewiness and the extra chocolate is just it's all good the website again although i know you've heard this several times today is the cooklongpodcast.com i would love to have you join me there look up other things you'd like to try cooking check out my blogs which are i think they're really fun and informative and they're all really short so even if you got a short attention span you don't feel like you have to read through some huge article and until next time we cook together happy cooking Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.